I'm here with Sally. She's Hello. about to interview me. Which I'm, are, go ahead. I'm so excited. We're going to be talking about um, women and being ambitious women, which I think is something you're really credible to speak on. Oh, oh it's my, my forte. <laughs> You're the only one talking. Um, so just, just so you guys okay. know, I'll be walking between Hit your just marks. monitor each of the cameras. Okay. So just ignore me as I just keep Hit your marks okay, and know your opening act. Okay, ladies. Okay, and will you Three, film, will you film two, some Insta stories for me? One. Yeah. Oh, you will? Are we live? Oh, Are we me? listening oh, to you? Are we listening to Daryl? Oh, do you want me to post or just take it for you? Um, you can post them. Okay. Right, we'll never forget that. So this, this camera's rolling. Well, and the other camera's rolling. <laughs> Hello, That's we're rolling. Perfect. Beautiful. Okay. We're all good? Yep. Sit down, guys. Turning on, driving around. So it's really exciting to be with you here, Elena, um, because I know you are an extremely ambitious woman. You're, you very much have an alpha personality. Um, I think a lot of women probably <laughs> struggle with having that, uh -huh. and, and even if they do have it, they struggle with how to deal with it and how to manage it. Mm -hmm. So I think the first question, I, well, the first thing I'd love to hear from you is like, being in a household with Grant, mm -hmm. how do you manage having two alpha personalities in the same household? Well, sometimes it can be really tough yeah. um, because we're both very strong and strong-minded, but not only that, we're both very competitive. Yeah. So we compete at everything, which makes our relationship a lot of fun because we have a <laughs> lot of fun. We'll compete like over the most ridiculous things, like okay, but who can catch the the blueberry in your mouth from twenty feet away? You know, I, I think I've seen that stuff on yeah. Instagram. Oh yeah, like before, we, yeah. we can, we'll find anything to compete over. So that's the good side. The bad side is if we don't have that honed, we'll we'll devour each other when yeah. it comes to the real serious stuff. So what we did several years ago is we figured out who does what in the relationship, yeah. not based on male-female, yeah. but based on who's got the strengths and the weaknesses in what area and who, who can be the boss of yeah. what area. So we delineated, okay, Grant's the boss of business because, yeah. I mean, let's face it, there's not many on the planet that can be that <laughs> boss at business. So he runs that department. I can be a sounding board, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But at the end of the day, he makes the executive decision, and I will support it no matter what, even if I don't disagree. And then, for instance, I run the family, all of the behind-the-scenes operations, et cetera. So Which is like a full-time job in itself. It, it is. And, yeah. and I think it goes undervalued and underappreciated very often. There's no like resentment there on that, certainly. Yeah. <laughs> but it is a very big, important job. Yeah. It's an extremely important job because I run that division. And when I do that job really well, it creates a distraction-free environment to him, yeah. for him, so that he can go out and create on the business. And, and, and so when we're each operating like that, we're not stepping on each other's toes. We, get to, we each get to be the boss of, of something. Yeah. So I'm not trying to be the boss of his world. He sometimes tries to be the boss <laughs> of my world, but most of the time he listens. Yeah. And it works out that way, so we, we work it really yeah. well together. And have you always been quite confident, quite ambitious, like from, say, a young age? Have you always had that sort of personality, or do you feel like you've developed that over time, or has Grant within your relationship helped to bring that out within you? Mm -hmm. 
Well, ever since I was a young kid, I've competed at different things, at sports. I've, I've always been competitive. I've always had a drive. Um, certainly, I went through a phase in life where I was not confident, um, insecure, and really did a lot of mental beating up of myself for many years. Sometimes I still do that, but yeah. I kind of try to correct that because it really serves no purpose. But um, the, the way that I develop the confidence in how I am today is by doing what I say I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. And every time I com- keep that commitment to myself over and over and over, it exercises this discipline muscle. It exercises like a confidence in knowing that if I say I'm going to do something, it gets done. So if you don't have that confidence, let's say you say, oh, I'm going to be a millionaire. But it doesn't happen. And then you're like, oh, gosh, you know, nothing ever happens for me. But when you do what you say you're going to do consistently over a period of time, when you finally say, I'm going to be a millionaire, okay, you believe it because you do what you say. It doesn't become this out-of-reach concept. That's why I can think so big on such a big scale now because I've worked up this confidence on how to – to believe in myself and then certainly along the way I've had many people inspire me and Grant I'm I'm his biggest fan and and certainly I've learned everything I know about business from him and so yeah have you always been interested in the business side um I've always been interested in the real estate side yeah I'm, I haven't always been it interested in, on the sale side. I don't love that department. I would rather just give everything away for, for free, yeah. which is why no one lets me touch that department. Yeah. <laughs> that wouldn't be good for business. It would not be good for business. I'd be like, it's free, everybody. Yeah. But, um, yeah. but, yeah, I, I'm interested because, you know, I know it gets us it, to fulfill our goals and purposes yeah. and targets. So I'm very interested in all of that. So I think in you saying that there's a sense of like, I suppose, for a greater purpose, you probably develop a certain level of passion about real estate and whatnot, even though you don't love doing it, but you develop a certain passion around that and what Grant does and then what you do as a family. So with that, you know, I think a lot of people talk about, you know, you need to find something that you're passionate about and whatnot, and they focus on the specifics and they get so specific that most people actually don't even take action mm. because they're like, well, I can't find a job I'm passionate about or mm. I can't find a business I'm passionate I, about. I, yeah. So what are your thoughts on that in terms of like, I suppose, finding a goal or something you want to work towards and then finding different business vehicles or career vehicles to use to get there? Like, what are your thoughts on that? Do you think that if you, for example, being surrounded by being in a relationship with Grant, he obviously loves the real estate side of things, and then together you use that to build, you know, success for your family. So in the process of having a goal beyond the real estate itself, for example, to better your family, do you feel like you can develop passion around something? I I do feel like you can develop passion around something. And, you know... Um, you know, I was willing to trade in my acting career. That's what I thought. That was the only thing I thought I was going to do my entire life. So, you know, I was willing to trade that in 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 order to to trade up for this thing called an empire for Grant. So I had to become so passionate about us and where we were going as a couple and what did I want to do? What is the platform that I wanted to exchange with the world? Whereas before it was, I wanted to entertain people through yeah. through movies and te- television. And then I had to go, you know what? I want to be a voice for all the little me's, like, just yeah. like me's around the planet that, that were made to believe they were small when they're really giants in these little tiny things yeah. called bodies. <laughs> and 
who who is that when you really break free of all the middle class concepts and ideas that we've been put under um, and that excites me that became a new passion it became yeah. even bigger so much bigger than the acting thing yeah so you know my purpose is to help people and to be an example and and you know I'm not I'm not perfect Jesus but I strive to be like a role model I strive yeah. to be that person that somebody else can look to and say if she can do it I can do yeah. it and so that gets me out of bed every day not just me gets out of, like do you have days where you going back this is probably going back to your comment earlier about self-doubt sometimes and stuff like that like do you still have days sometimes whether it's you know something's going on at home or something's going on in the business for you and Grant where you wake up and you that self-doubt does come back momentarily like, do you oh still have my that? god it's not often but yeah I was you know we we had a business thing and I have to be kind of cryptic when I talk here of course, but um, we had a business kind of venture that was all my idea I architected the whole thing yeah. it was gonna be our biggest deal to date and it turned out to be a colossal disaster and I don't usually fail often I I have a very good picker a very good imagination like a vision and when I make it clear like it works yeah so this was like, it, it was such a gut punch. It was such a self-doubting moment. Like, how did I miss all the red flags? Why did I miss all the red flags? And I had to confront that, look, I was trying to um, chase the dangling yeah. carrot. And um, so how do you pull yourself out of that? Headset? It was because hard. I think as women, it was, it's particularly it hard was, as well. It was very hard because... Um, Oh, it was it was really difficult yeah. you know I wanted to I'll just I'll be completely honest like I just wanted to to say screw it I wanted to close the curtains from everybody and say you know what F everybody why do they need to see inside my life I try to give 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 and, and like you know I didn't want to be punched in the face I literally wanted to just go to a, a nightclub and just dance and drink and be completely irresponsible and I wanted to do that for like two weeks a month and, but then I came around and I was like, okay, how do I outcreate this? Yeah. And then after I ran out every scenario of how I could, you know, punch the person, kill the person, <laughs> cover up the bodies. I mean, I'm a, I'm a freaking savage. Yeah. Like in Me my too, mind, sometimes in it's my like mind, I'm on a mission yeah. and I'm just gonna do this, and I've got my eyes set on something, my mind set on something, and I'm gonna push everyone out of the way to get there. Well, then after I went through all the negative things of what I could do, killing the pure person wise, I said, you know what? The best bet is to outcreate it and to flourish and prosper and to focus back. And, and if I quit on the people, the people that I work for, they win. The enemy yes. wins. And so that's when I turned it around and said, no, I'm going bigger. I'm going more. I'm opening the doors even more. I'm just, just going to go more. And the more that I did that, the more I got over that loss. Yeah. And then the more it became, I don't want to injure these people. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to hurt them anymore. I'm, I'm flourishing and prospering, and that feels so good. And I need and, to let and, go. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and you know what? The people that I was mad at were there, you know, I was very resentful for, because of not only everything that happened in the situation, but they happened to be multi, multi-billionaire people. And I felt like they bullied people and blah, blah, blah. Now I feel like I understand, you know, I understand certain things now yeah. than I did a few years ago. Whereas, you know what, they've probably just been hit like I've been hit yeah. and withdrawn and they don't want to do a favor. They don't want to help. They feel 
closed off. They feel like they have to protect. So I understand them a little bit more now. And yeah. I, you know, it, it doesn't make it right, but I understand it. You have context and perspective. Yeah, which I didn't have back then. Yeah. Now, now, I, now I know. <laughs> I'm not at a multi-billion dollars yet, but you know, we are running a 1.2 billion dollar assets under management yeah. right now, and. There's just different challenges at this level than at another level. And when it comes to experiencing that sort of challenge, like so obviously with the business venture, something sort of just doesn't go to plan and then it becomes really internal and you start mm -hmm. feeling the doubt, you start feeling the anger, the frustration. You know, I think people talk a lot about, you know, having the right support networks around you and having people to talk to and lean on and mm. stuff like that. No, I couldn't to deal do with that. those challenges. Mm -hmm. I was gonna ask you because mm -mm, I, I know myself no. personally, mm -hmm. I prefer to deal with it internally. Me too. I can't go and I can't lean on talk. other people. I can't talk, yep. I can't say things to other people. I I, I can't. Like uh, it's confidential. I, I I figure everything out myself. I'm you know, my own best friend, my my own counsel. Yeah. Um I figure it out, I always do. And then the biggest solution I can say is when you're internalizing that and you're feeling all that anger and hatred and you feel like you're a victim, you have to turn it around. You have to turn it around and it's your responsibility. It was my responsibility. The red flags were there, I ignored them. What did I do? I set up systems in place now. I know how to say, see red flags now and when I see them I go, I'm not, I'm not, gonna make allowances yeah. for it anymore you know I set I, I, once you understand what you did you can prevent it from happening again yeah. and then once you get to the point where you can prevent it from happening again and then when you understand just fill up your pipeline yeah. have so much going on you can't be consumed by that anymore because you're going into the future yeah. you're going into a positive direction with massive action you don't have time to wallow and to feel victimized yes and I mean yeah. it, being a victim is a choice you know, you can you can hurt me. You can hurt my physical body. You can um, betray me. Yeah. I've had friends betray me. I don't like being stabbed in the back. It hurts every single time. Yeah. But no one can take away who I am. No one can take away my courage, honor, dignity, my self-respect, my grit, my whatever it takes. I mean, you can take all my money away. You can't take away who I am. No. That goes with me even when this body is six feet under. Yeah. That goes with me to wherever I go next. You know. And I think people can learn a lot from that mentality um, and that it is a lot of it is internal um, because I think that's probably one of the biggest challenges for anyone trying to build a big business um, or a brand, a personal brand, which is a very topical thing at the moment. Mm -hmm. um, and to wrap this up, that was sort of the last question I wanted to ask you. So obviously you you know have your career that was in acting and now you've sort of transitioned out of that space. So when it comes to brand, for your personal brand mm -hmm. throughout your career, whether mm -hmm. you're in real estate or mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. working alongside grants or you're in acting, how important do you believe your brand is for you, your your feeling of self-worth, your career? Like what value would you put on building your own personal brand? I'm building my own brand now. I have my book that came out, Build an Empire, How to Have It All. I mean, I, I'm, you know, you've got to get known. You've got to build a brand. You've got to, you know, who are you? I've written out on a piece of paper, like I drew a stick figure of myself. I'm a horrible artist. <laughs> you know, like a five-year-old draws a stick figure. And I wrote everything that I am just to get clear on who I am. A mother. I like build hot rods. I'm a wife. Uh, I'm a, you know, I was an actress. I write, I, I filled up this page of, you know, all the stuff. I was sh sh shoot guns. I'm a competitive yeah. shooter. Like I wrote all these things down just to get clear on who I am and figure out 
what is my brand? And, you know, I try to execute that. I, I'm, I, I'm of integrity and honor. Yes. And, you know, it's hard. I have temptations. I'm not perfect. But that's my brand. And, you know, I'm, I'm not going to lie about it. If yeah. I fall down, everyone's going to see it. Do you, you think a lot of people probably um, don't, you know, a lot of people don't feel fulfilled in their lives, in their careers, mm-hmm. in their families, a lot of things. Because they're going too small. Yeah. They haven't figured out a purpose And do you think enough. they probably don't sit there and really dissect and just look at themselves? Instead, it's always outward focus. And it's like, oh, you know, it's, my boss it's is an this, asshole yes. or the economy's the why crap. Is or somebody else. It's always it's someone else. else. Yeah, no, I mean, I, it always comes back to me. Yeah. I feel like I'm responsible for everything. Yeah. You know, I'm responsible for that situation happening to me. Yeah. You know, I've gone so far as to say in my book, you know, look, unfortunately, it hasn't happened, thank God. But even if Grant cheated on me, yeah. I have a responsibility in that. Certainly he has a responsibility too. I'm not like some, oh, I deserved it type yeah. chick. But I would definitely look at what I did to create that. How did I let the communication go out? How did I let the intimacy go out? Where did I fall down in the, and I would have to take responsibility. And the reason I would have to do that is because I am not a victim. And I refuse to be a victim. I refuse to let things happen to me. So it might happen to me, but but I refuse to to be a victim of it. I will find a way that I had responsibility in that. And I've always loved a saying that is, um, uh, yeah, don't be a result of your circumstances, be a result of your choices. And I think mm-hmm. that's very much what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you had, um, just because yeah, I want to focus on win- women here, it's one thing for women to take away. So it's always said that women systematically underestimate themselves, all that sort of stuff. If you had one piece of advice to a woman who is struggling with self-doubt or, you know, she's worried about having a confident personality because she's going to cop shit from her husband mm. or from mm. her employers or from her colleagues, mm-hmm. um, What would be your one piece of advice to women to muster up just massive confidence in them to start really owning their life, um, both personally and professionally? Um, Several things. Confidence starts with doing what you say. It doesn't have to, don't don't start by making big claims, I'm gonna be a millionaire. Start by doing little things. If you say you're not gonna have a dessert after this meal, don't have the dessert. And it starts with those little things. If you say you're going to work out three times a week, you find a way to get to the gym. You put your head down, you dig in, and you do it. And that gives you the confidence and the courage. Then you get clear on who you are. And then you solicit other people into your vision. You include your partner. You include the people around you. This is the where I want to go. This is the vision. This is where I see us going. How can we work together as a team? It's your responsibility to get your person involved, or maybe you're not with the right person. But it might not happen over one conversation. It might take several conversations. Yeah. You know. And then the most important thing that I've learned for myself is I've learned how to be the best friend to myself because I wasn't always the best friend to myself. Do you think that's hard? It was hard for me because I, you know, I, I, I abused myself. I, yeah. I did drugs, I did alcohol. I didn't, I wasn't doing what I said I was going to do. I was blaming other people. I was being a victim at different times in my life. Yeah. And, and, and when I've made a mistake, I've been so hard on myself. Now I try to be, I am a very good best friend. Yeah. I will have your back. I will hold you accountable. I will tell you to forgive yourself. I will be there to, to pick you up or be a shoulder for you to cry on, not for very long, but when you need it, yeah. I will be there. I will move a mountain for a friend. Yeah. Don't ask me to uh, 
to get you a birthday card or a phone call on your birthday. I'm not that kind of no, friend. No, but no, when no, you I, need me. I'm so relieved you said I'm totally. Oh, yeah, I'm not that I'm friend. like a deep person, not a superficial. Like when your mom dies, when your dad <laughs> dies, when your cat dies, whatever your thing is, I will be there. Yeah. But no. But, and, and when I learned how to do that for myself, yeah. my world changed. Yeah. I'm a friend to myself. When I mess up, I forgive myself. I move on. I learn the lesson and I move on. You know. That's amazing. Thank you so much for You're your welcome. time. I know it's a bit of lunch dinner, but thank you. That's um, amazing. Thank you. Take care. <laughs> thank you very much, Daryl. Awesome. That was brilliant. Was that thank awesome? you. Okay, good. Awesome. Okay, yeah. okay. You're so good. You didn't you didn't need to look at questions. Sometimes